it's over, the light flame. I don't know where else I can go. Good evening and welcome to the Hecky Club. Oh dear. I think I think we're gonna go with the other half of his nickname, his surname, aren't we? For uh, for the name of the pod. The bottom club. The bottom club. Well we are. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually a nice play on words, isn't it? The bottom club. <laughs> I think Formerly we'd get, known as the club. We'd get quite a few quite a few unsavory jibes, wouldn't we, I think. We could get more followers, though. We might, we might uh, delve into an unsavory world. It's not unsavory. It's, uh, but yeah, we could, we could get a whole new angle going on. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, David. <laughs> it's like a circular thing. Night, John boy. <laughs> so, what are we doing here? Uh, well, you're playing Smith songs. That at first I thought were uh, that Black Velvet, a lot of miles. <laughs> I did as well. Going back to 1993 with Louise West at the at the disco again. <laughs> she came name checked again. Yeah. She, she got in touch since the yeah. She's a big fan of the Bottom Club. <laughs> 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 yes, well, like. For those who don't know the uh, particular tune, it was the Smiths, I Know It's Over. We don't know it's over, though, do we? That's the stupid thing. We've started recording this podcast, which, incidentally, I'm missing my favourite programme of the week, Top of the Pops 1994. So huge, huge uh, sort of sacrifice I'm making. Don't you Sky Plus it? Well, I do, actually. I, I, but there's something about watching it when everyone else is watching it. You go on and, like, uh, Cheeto cheats. He's tweeting about... Bowie and Pet Shop Boys and stuff. And if you, you want to be in real time with the, with everyone else, don't you? Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're here and we, we're talking about something that's not actually being confirmed. Mm. I mean, I've been really out of the loop with it all today because obviously being in, in school and, you know, you, you just don't, you know, not like you two uh, skyvers that are constantly on your phones, you know, typing stuff and surfing the web. I, I've got to do like proper work for the nation. Um, so I, I've not really. I had like other teachers, although I had other teachers who were saying, "Wilder's got has he gone? Do you know anything?" So they clearly weren't doing anything either. And kids asking me, I did take one kid into my office who was on the car and said, "Come in here." Um, and we looked at the internet for ten minutes, which is probably not the best prep for his GCSEs. Um, but no, I've not. I've not really. You know, I, I, I put my phone on. And I had like ninety-two messages from different groups. But tell me about the events of the day because I'm out. I'm really out of the loop. Um, I don't know. Strange timeline, really. I think Sky broke it about midday or maybe just before midday, uh, saying that he'd, he'd left the club. And then, obviously, you get included in loads of tweets and loads of that. But then Sam Wallace, good, a good a good journalist, he, he, he poured a doubt over it. I think he said something that he'd not gone yet and that there was going to be... It not being a made official, and then and then it just carried on and carried on. Mark ended up on Talksport. Yeah, because uh, I think I think you were them that broke it, weren't it? So I retweeted it. I've been off today yeah, as well, yeah. by the way. You casting aspersions on my work ethic. I've actually been off today using hard-earned leave that I've got to use up by end of year. So I would just I was just 
bugging about on Twitter most of the day um, <clears throat> when I wasn't being an international media star. Well, that's that's to me that's more of a shock than uh, than than the manager possibly going. I put Twitter on and uh, and Mark's suddenly gone Billy big time and uh, he's, he's going on talk sport. What what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. I think they just basically we replied to their tweet. I think they were one of the first ones to break it. We replied to it, um, or rather, I did because I was doing nothing all day, um, and. Yeah, they just took it from there. I think they thought, oh, these, these guys, they're a podcast look. These must be, you know, well well in with fan base. Like, little do they know with, like, the possibly fourth or fifth best podcast to do with Sheffield United um, at best. It was um, a bit when you when they asked you, and they said, what, what's all your listeners and fans been saying about it? And I was like, there's no idea these last I tried, I, I tried, yeah, I tried to, I tried to sort of swerve that, that question a bit. What, what's everyone, what they all been saying, all your fans? Like, what, what would you mean? Do you mean Sheffield United fans? Because we've not got any. <laughs> Didn't say that though. Very professional. Yeah, yeah. You got the word nuanced in uh, opening line. Pretty much. I, I thought I've, th- I've I bottled it already. I, I, I started it and I've, I immediately just went big time and said that. I thought, what? I didn't even know my brain when knew he, that. When word. you said that, I was I was shaking my head. I, I was shaking my own head and I was saying it. I switched off. As soon as I heard nuance, I've gone. Why did I even say that? I went, oh. I went to my wife, have you heard this fella on Talk Sport? <laughs> He's a right pretentious knob. <laughs> but I will say, uh, joking apart, I thought it was a really good performance. Uh, well done. Yeah. Many thanks. What mark would you give him, Dave, out of 10? Uh, well, he lost a bit for nuance. Um, Fair. But yeah, it was a solid performance. I'd give him 8 out of 10. I think there's potential for the lad. Eight's really generous Jesus of you. Christ. You don't you don't give tens. So no. what you did is you answered one of their questions, uh, which was like kind of just an opening kind of uh, that, that they shot something out at you, and you and you answered it with about six different things uh, that yeah, covered well. it, and which is brilliant because you did it all, and then they didn't really know where to go after that. <laughs> True, I did. I did try and fit too much. I, I've watched. Uh, I've watched too many politicians, and I they ask me a question, I just say what I want to say somehow. That's good. Good. So yeah, well, well done. To well you. done. I didn't. Think, I, thought you, I didn't think you'd turn up. I thought you'd you'd have moved on. I thought you'd have <laughs> hey. you know, somebody had recruited you. All right, to this you mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, don't call me Andrew. I'm here every time. Here all week. Andrew, are you drinking? It looks like you're drinking sort of stale water out of a a, a flower pot. Urine. <laughs> yeah, I'm into my urine. It's urine. the uh, it's the product of the bottom club. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, Japanese Japanese lager, uh, Kiriniki Ban. Ah, yes. Yeah, you've heard of it. I've heard of it. I've drank it. Yeah, no, it's nice. I think they've it on so, tap in, um, in Salter. No, not Salter. Um, what's that one that's comedy called? Oh, Cottage. Yeah, that's the one next across road from comedy club. Yeah, next across road. Yeah, I think they have it. They might have it in Less Car as well, but yeah, it's Porter Cottage. Good. Um, nice good, drop. Good beer geographical knowledge from David mm. there. Mm. Yeah, you can stay as the anchor, even though I'm uh, the big-time media guy. And that's right, I said anchor. You're drinking as well, I see. No, this, I've, we've had this discussion before you finally turned up, uh, just before we started. I bought some, them some alcohol-free beers, didn't I? And then I realised they were too high in alcohol, and I bought them 0% ones. Mm. So I finished them 0% ones, and this is a 0.5 uh, Brewdog. So I'm 
I'm, I'm working my way up. I'm still off the beer, really, but this is this is like this is probably like weakening shandy bass. But it's quite I was nice. Say, so you're drinking you're drinking shandy. I'm drinking. Well, it's like it's weaker than that, isn't it? It's practically no alcohol at all. It even says alcohol-free IPA on it. So I'm working up to always, it. I'm I'm still on the wagon, but I'm I'm on I'm, my foot's coming off. Always thought that. When who drank shandy bass? When, when did you drink shandy bass? Was it with oh, fish and chips? So on what occasion? Shandy, sort of no, fish and chips is dandelion and burdock. Oh, for me, it was anyway. Yeah, I agree. But why did Shandy Bass exist? Who drank it? Kids who wanted to drink beer. <laughs> Park. Well, I'm doing it now. Yeah, well, what am I? I'm laughing along, and I'm doing it now. I'm doing it. I'm. I'm. I'm early forties. How old am I? David will know how old I am. Forty-one, forty-two. Forty-three. Not forty-three. You are in a few weeks. I am actually. Yeah. Anyway, if anyone wants to get me a present, I'm forty-three in a few weeks. Crater Shandy Bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what what was your uh, what, was, what was your role in uh, today's events, Andrew? I was just monitoring monitoring events on Twitter, just keeping an eye on stuff. Just so we were Twitter monitor, <laughs> the bottom club air traffic control. Yeah, I just kept my finger on the pulse, knew what was happening. I think I, I think I raised doubt that it was even going to happen early. After yeah. Sam Wallace, I told everyone, and and then it was just wildfire after that. So yeah, wildfire, huge, huge. But it's a, it's a strange day, isn't it? Well, I'm keeping an eye on Twitter, and they've still not announced it. So, how do we feel about it, Dave? How do how do you feel about it? Have you been quiet gut, all day? Yeah, my gut, my gut reaction is not one of shock. A lot of people seem quite shocked and kind of. Angered, and um, I think I've been kind of psychologically preparing myself for it for, for a while. And I think we've discussed it on the pod, haven't we? We've discussed that. Well, I, I certainly did feel that it was imminent for for a while. Uh, I'm a bit surprised at the timing. I, I thought he might wait till the end of the season or till we were officially relegated. Um, I'm not shocked he's gone. Uh, I think it's things have been building up, haven't they, over over a couple of weeks? I, I'm absolutely gutted. But I'm not going in like others are. I'm done with club. That's me finished. That's the end. Of, you know, I'm, I'm a bit more measured with that. And that. You know, it's everyone's very raw about it at the moment. You know, the fact that we don't know he's gone yet, but it seems seems likely. Um, sad, but, you know, it's football. You know, these I, I, I've certainly seen more shocking things at Sheffield United over, over my time as a supporter. Andrew, uh, obviously... You've, you've heard my op- opinions on the worldwide media, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not completely shocking, but I think it's just sad. Like Dave says, it's no fans. It's just go with a whimper. The, the the club have managed it horrifically today. You know, not coming out with an official statement or at least something. But I, I, for me, I don't think he deserves deserves this. I think he deserves better. I think, like Mark said in the on radio. He's earned some credit in the bank to at least have a crack at it next year. Uh, so, what my, my biggest concern is is that Wilder, being the fan he is, is that he knows more than we do, and he's walked away because we're in we're in a worse mess than we think we are. And yeah. like the, the suggestion that we're going to get Eddie Howe and stuff, I think, is way off the mark. <clears throat> if Wilder's left for the reasons that we think he has, we won't be looking at managers like that. Well, well, that's it. Because you say he's, he's walked. I, 
it, yeah, it can't. The timing is a bit weird, but so it, it can't have been sacked because they'd have sacked him in November, December if it was, if it was down mm-hmm. to that, or just give him another season or half a season or something. Surely, if they were going to sack him, surely. So he's walked, hasn't he? And is the timing so he can get a bigger payoff? I, I, I'm guessing that you know he's kind of uh, initiated it in terms of saying kind of had enough. There, there clearly some difference, huge difference of kind of direction between both both sides. Um, I'd probably anticipate, again, I'm guessing, but I'd probably anticipate that there's been some kind of payoff because obviously if they sacked him, then Abdullah's got to pay him off lock, stock and barrel. Um, If he resigns, he doesn't get, you know, a significant, you know, part of his contract. So there's probably been, for once, there might have been uh, some legitimacy to a mutual agreement. But I think Wilder's the one who's kind of, made the decision. I think Abdullah would have been happy to keep him for next season, but it just seems things have gone to a point where Wilder's just said, uh, I think the pressure's been building. Um, yeah, re- really sad, but... He may have... Uh, I think we said this when I was last on the pod. 1986. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he may You're have... You were in charge, Andrew. <laughs> I think Wilder was in that squad, though, so... Uh, I think he may have pushed it too far with him. You know, he's done it at Northampton. He did it at Oxford. He pushed chairman so far because he'd been so successful. Mm. He has his first bad season of 19. And maybe he's not the right time to be pushing those boundaries with, with chairman and owners when they haven't got the money. You know, he should maybe just stick to his ground. I think we're going against what the probably the groundswell of opinion is over here, aren't we? No, Being, no, we still... Looking, we still... We're still with it, aren't we? We still think it's a terrible decision to get for him to go. And well, I'm, I think that's what we're saying. It's what I'm well, saying. It's nuanced, isn't it? It is it's nuanced, nuanced, actually. I'm, I, I heard some clever guy on radio said that earlier. It's a good word. So I, I, I just think, yeah, we, we, we're all saying the same thing that it's bad that it's going. But yeah, there is. Yeah, it's nuanced. I think there's more to it than meets the eye. And and, and whatever Wilder's reasons are, because at first we were thinking, you know, when we're talking about this, we sort of saw this coming, didn't we? And we're talking about are they having an argument about having a director of football and stuff like that. I think there's money involved as well, isn't there? And, and how much money's being made available to him. I'm just making this up as well. We're making up that he's even left, but I'm making up the reasons now. don't know what anyone else has read. I, I, I think, you know, it's re- Andy made a really good point. It's really difficult to kind of, kind of pinned down and everyone's now coming out saying what's Abdullah playing at what's he doing we've lost the great you know it's really it is difficult to kind of look at and say and, and say well he's at fault he's at fault and stuff we have no idea behind behind the scenes what what's happening and stuff you know there'll be all these pods coming on over the weekend discussing things saying it's him it's him it, this is why it's gone wrong when we just don't know, do we? Why are we doing this? I don't know. You sound it's kind of like me. You always have a go at me for sitting on the fence, and yeah. uh, you just make something up and go with it. I think, <laughs> I think, I think we've we've got it right. All three of us have said it's it's just sad, isn't it? You know yeah. where he's gone in five years. He's, he's took us to levels oh, that God, we never expected. Yeah, but, you, know, you know, one of my mates texted me earlier. He's like the Jade Sharp stuff earlier in the season you know that that kind of raised a few alarm bells for me when a wife the captain of the wife of the captain is is making comments like that on twitter and i know she blamed it on manu or solskjaer or something but 
it wasn't raised raised a few alarm bells for me. That so you're chucking into the ring that he's lost the dressing room. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for that uh, incendiary yeah. bit of uh, reporting. He's, he's probably just not as well. He's not going to be, is it? Fourteen points this far in the season. It's not going to be a, a happy place to be, is it? There's going to be some fractions in there that you. That it's just natural, isn't it? But Wilder deserves to just. I'd rather get rid of players than Wilder. Yeah. Although no, I'd agree with that. Completely agree with that. His recruitment for the past season and half's not particularly being great, though, has he? We we still. I said it earlier that our most effective eleven is still pretty much the one that got us up from Championship, and he's had well almost two years now to sign something that's going to push us on that. Well, make us a bit more safe in Premier League or whatever, and he's for one reason or another he's just not done it, has he? He's made mistakes with signing. He's made mistake with his stubbornness this season. I mean, some of his interviews we've alluded to have been prickly, and you know he's kind of he's lost the plot a little bit at times. I don't think you know that's controversial to say that, but for all those things and it and it being a bit of a car crash of a season, I still want him there next season, as you said, Andy. Get rid of you know jettison half the squad. Let's let's go again. I wanted him to have that next kind of. Uh, go at it for another three or four years. You, you know, if you, if next season he'd have brought some new players in, chuck, you know, move some out, we'd had a good go at it, you know, and hopefully gone back up in a couple of years, then he could have still been there. But I, I do worry if we'd have started badly next season, especially if fans had been back. It's all right, people say well, everyone's behind him, everyone's behind him and stuff. But you know, if we'd have been mid table next season, which you know could, could happen. People, the, the expectation it will be, we should be near the top, we should be going back up and stuff, and. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Wilder sees that with you know we are going to have to sell. He's been told maybe we have to sell a lot of players that we are in trouble financially. That he's not going to be able to change things at all. And uh, perhaps he sees that he isn't going to be able to have that next push with with a new group or even this group. I don't mind. I don't mind if he sells yeah. some. If he he could raise if if he can find buyers, he could raise money by selling the ones he's already spunked a load of millions on. And I don't think we'd be any worse off for it in Championship. Because we're struggling. I mean, it'd be nice to keep one at strikers, maybe see what they can do. Because they've both done it in Championship. The two, but Berg, he's he's going to go in here. Berger, what we're calling him. Um, yeah, but that, that's I mean, it's not a great loss, is it? Berger, I like him. I like his potential talent. But you don't go down to the Championship and keep twenty-five million worth of asset, do you? No, you get rid. Uh, it might play well. You get rid, and that's not a great loss. I'd, I'd much, I'd be much more upset if we lost Egan you know, O'Connell. Exactly. Fleck. Maybe not Fleck, but, you know, losing those would be much worse. Yep. Uh, I think it's been a big red herring, the amount of spent. I think it's the wages that's the issue. And that's a defence to both the Prince and Wilder. I think that's what's held us back. You know, Wills, Callum Wilson was 20 million. So was, you know, Brewster was more. But the wages and the difference in what you take is so much, so much better. Like us three... Supporting the team from the mid eighties, we'd never expect to spend 100, 150 million, would we? Yep. But what's twenty grand, thirty grand are going to get you in the Premier League? Mm. Shit, or <laughs> or average. <laughs> so that's so you've already said he's lost the dressing room. Now you've you've said who's shit? Brewster, McBurney, Berger. Basically, everyone we've signed recently, shit. They're not shit, but they're not. They're not the next level that we wanted no. to go to, are they? They're not going to stabilise us in the Premier League for twenty grand a week. No, because he said he wants. He said he wants to get 
his, his model was I'm building by signing the best championship players and doing it that way, you know, that are too good for championship. But he's not, is he? Because they've all gone elsewhere. Rob Watkins, Robinson, Cash, Wilson, they've all gone somewhere else. So he's not being able to do that. And that's because of the wage structure. But, it, but the reality is the wage structure is what it is. Yeah. Um, you can't really have a massive go at the Prince or people are just saying he, get, he needs to spend his money. Well, if he hasn't got the money, I don't think he's, you know, choosing not to increase the wage bill, you know, like Villa have done and some of the... We just haven't got the finances behind this. We haven't got the infrastructure of the club, the scouting network. We're not Academy One State. It's the only Premier League club who's not Academy One status. Training ground, international. You know, we're not set up to be a Premier League club. And I don't think, you know, Wilders took us probably, you know, further than we imagined in, you know, probably too quickly in some ways. But is it is that anyone's fault that we haven't got? Did we nobody expected us to be there? You can't just blame the the, the board for that that we haven't got these things in place. It, it's probably going to take four or five years, and we might have to stay in the championship for a couple of years. We might do a couple of yo-yo years. There's nothing wrong think, with that. If you take all the bullshit away, you know, five Once. years ago we were fifteenth in League One, and now you know last season we finished ninth, and now we're going to be in the championship. Fine, you look at that. That's great. I think it's just a re- reaction of circumstances that's created it, isn't it? You know, egos, the stuff that happens in ch- in a dressing room, Wilder getting a bit upset, Prince not being a prince properly. Egon, oh. Andrew, Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know what I mean, don't you? It's yeah. just the, the jumble of it all has just got messed up in it all. And Wilder's, you know, it's sad for us all, isn't it? He's gonna How many clubs get promoted and they have a brilliant manager and then they struggle in the Premier League because it's just so difficult to make that step up and then managers move on. We've seen it with people like Paul Jewell, um, Wagner at Huddersfield. You know, there are managers that are the next best thing and everyone's going on about them and then not through their fault, that club can't push on. You come back Nigel down and then... Pardon? Nigel Atkins. <laughs> No, because Adkin, yeah, possibly, but you know, th- it's very difficult to kind of ex- what, what I don't know what people expected United to do. And you know, last season has almost made it even harder. If we'd have finished, you know, fifth from bottom last year, and then we'd had a season like we had this season, we'd have been, well, that's kind of what we expected to happen in a way, maybe surprise the odds a little bit first season. Um, it's just like last season has really pushed everyone's expectations. I'm probably even Wilders. Wilders probably thought, oh, we're going to go on. We're going to. And the reality is, it, we're not ready for that. We're not ready for, for, for what, what maybe what Wilder thinks we are. He suffered from premature expectation, hasn't he? That, that's that's Sorry. what is premature expectation. <laughs> you heard. We've all had that, haven't we? Um, yeah. Um, he's. It's taken us, you're right, it's taken us too far too quick. The club can't catch up with where we've ended up, effectively. Um, and I'm, I'm just more worried about Andy's statement that the prince has been found to be not a proper prince. What's that? Is he not? Is he not? Did he not write Purple Rain? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of the issue is that the expectation from the fan base is that he is this multi billionaire. From a Saudi royal royalty, and you know the fact is, he hasn't got that much money. Well, he's got it's, more than us three put we, together. He has, but he, he might as well be us three because you look at the. I saw the list at the start of the season, and they're all. I think there was Burnley at the bottom with his own. Their owner were worth so much. Our 
bog roll prince that may not be a prince according to Andrew. More as we get that. Um, one one eight one ninety million or something is his net worth one ninety eight something like that, and then it will lead half a billion. Then rest will well over a billion. So we just and then Burnley have since been bought out with a cash injection that's bigger than Prince's net worth. So we just we just can't compete whatsoever. They, they, they've all got apart from Leeds billionaires well into billions, and our guy's like scratching around with his two hundred two hundred mil. So we just can't compete. I think the only way you you're going to try and compete with that lower kind of echelon of you know Premier League clubs is if you know you have that solid infrastructure, if you have that international scouting now. I'm not saying go like Brentford have gone, but modicums of that, you know, variations of that. You need to have your academy in place. You need to have you know things behind the scenes that are kind of pushing on, and we. We haven't got that. And we, you know, that's the thing that I think, to be fair to the Prince, that the rumours behind the scenes is we are looking in just about director of football. Surely it's about everything. And we don't know whether, you know, that's been one of the things that's pushed Wilder, you know, to, to finally go. Is it because he wants complete control and he doesn't like this new structure that's been discussed? I think one thing you probably know from Wilder is you probably hear stuff from the fan base that other other managers wouldn't. And, you know, stuff like what you've just said, us doubting his structure of the football club will probably annoy him, won't it? You know, you get up from League One to Premier League in four years, five years, and you've got us guys creating pods, doubting the structure of how he's built the team. I'm not doubting Wilder with a structure. That's, you know, he he's in charge of the first team and he's done an absolutely fantastic job for the first team, but everything else in terms of, you know, the fact that the head of scouting is, you know, his mate that was a brickie. Yeah, I know he's managed and that's not a criticism of, of Mitchell. Is it Mitchell, Paul Mitchell? That is not a criticism of him, but, you know, how many other Premier League clubs have got the manager's mate as the head of scouting, you know, and not, we haven't really got, we don't have a scouting infrastructure at all. The stupid thing is, it's... That- it, they're both wrong, aren't they? Because they, they, if if part of the falling out is over this director of football thing, then it, it's it's a, it's a nonsense anyway. Because Wilder's saying he wants complete control, but it's not worked. Is is the signings just that he's brought in in the last year, two years, just haven't been good? So whatever his current complete control is, it's not identifying the right players, or not not yet anyway. None of them have come good, come good yet, to my mind apart from arguably Ramsdale, but we knew about him anyway. It's not like you, you had to do much scouting on him, is it? And then from the other side of it, the, the Prince is saying he, he, he probably wants this director of football structure, but he's not got the money to chuck at it, surely. So what are we going to do any different? What are we going to, are we going to, we're not going to find anything that no one else is finding that we can get for cheaper. So they're both, they're both wrong, really. But you look at some of the championship clubs, and I mentioned Brentford, but there are some clubs that do things a little bit different in terms of the recruitment. You know, we are being very narrow-minded. Not this isn't a criticism of Wilder. This is just how we've been. It's been incredibly successful in how we how we recruit players and how how we've kind of moved things on. It, you know, I don't know. I don't see how we're ever going to be more than you know uh, the odd season Premier League club one in 10, 15 years without changing how we do things. Um, because unless a big money owner comes in that's going to chuck, chuck cash at it, we're going to have to do things slightly differently. We, before, we had a very good academy and we could compete with all the other clubs. At the moment now, our academy 
is you know it's not not tier one. We're not getting the best players in the, you know around. We're not. I agree. Uh, you know, I, I don't doubt that owners and chairmen should be uh, strategic and, and innovative and, and push stuff further than they should do. What's but, all these words? He said. I know. What no, did he but, say earlier? He said it, it, what, it isn't sporadic. He said something ridiculous, and then you've come up with it. Anyway, carry on. But I said one word that didn't even make sense. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't. It was something. I pronounced to, it to wrong. Be fair, to be to be fair to Prince Sabs. You know, he should be pushing the kid. He should be he should be going against the grain. But I just thought Wilder would go along with it. You know, I thought that those two, you know, they worked together, it worked. Uh, and you know, you he should be questioning whether we should have a director of football and a new scouting network and, and and a different structure. That's the job of the owner, isn't it? Yep. But it's just sad, you know, to, to leave particularly in this lockdown period where there's nothing, it's just dead in it. Yeah. Just, oh, see you later, Chris. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Are we, we looking too deep into this? Yeah. <laughs> Are we looking too deep into this? Uh, you, you know, there's an argument, and it's all speculation. Uh, you know, those idiots, just random theories and stuff. But I, I, you think of how much pressure he's been under this season. You know, he's like you said, Andy, the other week. His hometown club. You know, they lose it every week. You know, he he must be. Even without the fans there, it must be so difficult for him. You know, constantly having those pre-match, post-match muppets like us dissecting every word he says. Has he just had enough? Has he just like thought, "I just need a break. I just need to, you know, get out." You know, was he about to implode? He just, you know, I'm not. I don't want to kind of speculate about you know the guy's mental health or anything like that. But like, it must have been really. I know it's only a game, but to him, it's everything, isn't it? It's everything. He, it's. We've gone proper tabloid, haven't we? We're completely making stuff up. We've had allegations <laughs> of non-princeness. You're suddenly saying Wilder's on brinker of nervous breakdown. I got, well, I've got to think. I've, I don't know how I'm going to top either of these. I'll think something. It'll probably get as um, get as a libel case or something. But um, I don't know. I, it's, that's some football management job, isn't it? I know it's, it gets more and more pressure at the top level, but surely... I d- I think it's different for him. I think it is different. And people say, well, no, it's, it is different for him. Managing your, it's your club, it's your life, like all your mates. It, you know, the pressure he must have been under this season and everybody kind of ramming it, looking at that table every morning. You know, he might have just, I've had enough. Could be. I mean, it, we did mention on one of the previous pods, didn't we, that some of his interviews, it was just like stuff were t- just tumbling out of his mouth, first thing that came into his head. And I don't know if part of that was just, frustration with the same old crappy interviews they have to do they have, they have to do these things like yeah, a number of yeah. times a week don't they facing same old idiots on zoom like we're doing now um just same old faces same old questions two or three times a week it must do your head in i think dave's got a point though mark you know i i manage a team of 10 and i get stressed in you're lockdown. a manager <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Imagine this. Someone turns up for the one-to-one. My manager's not even here. <laughs> he only comes once every three or four weeks. Don't you worry about it. Just crack on. Too busy leading. That's why I'm not there. No, but... What sort of manager are you, Andrew? Oh, relaxed. You know, like this. <laughs> as long as they do it, I'm happy with that. Do what? Clock on. Just deliver. Deliver. You know, but no, but 
it must be it must be horrendously stressful, uh, particularly as badly as we performed this year in the points total, and the stuff that you get in the Premier League, that heightened level of uh, monitoring and, and tabloid stuff, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? So it wouldn't surprise me if that's played a part. In it, definitely. Yeah, I think probably right. Well, the, you talked about the club handle it really badly, Sam. The fact we're you know, we delayed doing a pod. We thought that it might come out. You know, there was press conference cancelled. What again? We we are just speculating. But what what what's going on? What I mean, should, I it's going to be the same old chef United, isn't it? it? It probably has. It probably is. I've got this mutual consent thing. So they've got to do a severance package, aren't they? And it'll be no matter who's in charge, no matter who the fans are, who the players are, anything. It's always the same with Chef United. And one of those things that's always the same is money. So they'll be quibbling over 20 quid or something in a severance package and they'll just not have been able to agree on it and it'll just be going on and on and on. So it won't have actually, it, it won't be done yet, will it? It won't be written that he's leaving. Chris, where are you going it. with that beanie at? Put that back. <laughs> not working for us anymore, lad. <laughs> I think... I think it's all the social media team lulling us in to release us with this massive new like Hollywood-style movie trailer of Wilder coming back, Wilder, the second coming. And as he comes through the smoke, winks at us and drinks from a, a bottle of Peroni and says, I'm back. What accent was that? <laughs> I'm Jim back. Fitz. Jim Fitz. <laughs> Yeehaw! Um, <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me that social media team. They'll do out, won't they, for a bit of bit of clickbait. Then someone like. said Heckin Bo- Heckin Bockham, uh, whatever you guys <laughs> say. The, the Bockham Club. The Bockham Club. Uh, was he? Because he, he needed to have a COVID test. I'm sure, if he's working for the club, he'd be having COVID tests anyway. He did a new COVID test, but a different COVID test to work in a different bubble. I did see what that. A load it's, of nonsense. Need need some final checking of the COVID what? bubble protocol. COVID bubble protocol. Like, that, that can be named a podcast, can't it? The COVID bubble protocol. Jesus. Did, did Hexy ever play? Was he a, was he a professional? Yeah, played. Played for Echo. the Wednesday, didn't he? Sure he did. Yeah, yeah I think so. You wait there, I'll go on Wikipedia. While well, no, because every time you use internet, your internet, your, your voice breaks up. So uh, I'm going to find him. I'm Paul Heckingbottom. I'm going to use Wikipedia. That. He did. He played for Piags. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly had a storied career, though, has it? Sunderland, Scarborough, Hartlepool, Darling. He's done a lot of the northeast, hasn't he? Yeah, Norwich, it. Bradford, Wednesday, Barnsley, and Mansfield. Back to northeast again, near Emma. One thing does annoy me with United fans, and not just United fans, all football fans. And Dave, you're as bad as bad at this as anybody. Is when the when the bookies give the odds on who's going to be the next manager, and everyone's like, "Sure, fine, hell." Whoever Slavin Bilic next manager, he's not going to be very good. But Wilder hardly arrived with the fanfare, did he? You know, shall nobody. I, no, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. But shall I read you some of the names, and you two can uh, give your snap reaction? I mean, this is jumping like jumping in a dead man's, you know, grave before we meet. But shall we? Do you want me to go through the names? It's not even like his his graves, like his, his shoes are warm or whatever. He's still in him, isn't he? He's like he's not gone yet. Right, I'll read you the names anyway. <laughs> Right, so uh, odds correct. So, uh, power up here. Paul Heggingbottom, Bottom, Bottom. I'm gonna have to <laughs> say it. Hecking Bottom, that's correct. Bottom, yep. He's four to seven on. 
Frank no. Lampard, four to one. So reaction on Lampard. Yeah, I'd have him because it's a bit of a name. <laughs> this is really him. in depth again. I'd, yeah, I'd have, I'd have him. him. <laughs> I'd have him. Hey, Frank Lampard, Sheffield United. Don't match, does it? No, it's not. It is not. not. It, it's it's right. a bit another Adkins situation. Probably a, a decent manager in the right situation, but it'd be a completely wrong kind of club. Can we start again? The, th- the three responses are no, maybe, yes. All right. What do you Absolutely mean? No. 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 For Lampard, well, next, no. Next one. Neil Lennon, 5 1. No. 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 Awful human. Rubbish yep. at Forest. Rubbish at, or not great Forest. Not great at Bolton. Never really done it in English leagues, as far as I'm aware. Did all right Celtic first time. Bit of a hothead. Just um, too much angry baggage, isn't they? And just yeah. nonsense. Just an awful. awful human being, like I said. Move on. I don't even know how you say this. Valerian Ishmael, Barnsley manager. He's just the latest kind of flavour of the month. Because he's just just because he's doing all right and he's in the area. They've just long ball merchant as well. Doing well at Barnsley. Uh, no for me. No, no. no. See how seventeen to two for two on. Who? See how. Stop using internet and no. moving while you're talking. <laughs> you can't, right. can't cope with it. All right, sorry. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe. He's just a, he's like a substandard Wilder, isn't he? I think he, I think that's unfair on him. He, he kept Bournemouth up for a number of years in at the top level. Um, didn't like it up north though, did he? Went to Burnley and uh, and went back down south. Uh, I'm not sure he'd fit. He, he's a bit Adkins for me. Uh, you know, he's a bit smooth and a bit you know sound bites too posh I don't, think, I don't think he's a good fit for, for, for United so maybe from me though maybe okay the Cowley brothers it, maybe it's a maybe from me but when they asked me earlier who, who were all, all people talking about and I thought I can't think of anyone literally the only two I could think of that might be alright is the two you've mentioned Cowley brothers and Howe and even then they just both both sets of them are just Poor imitations of Wilder, you know, like done a, come up lower leagues and done all right and stuff. And didn't really yeah, just, do it at Huddersfield, Danny Cowley. They did okay. It was unfair, you know, it seemed very hard for him to be moved on. But, um, yeah, I do, no. I do work, I do work with a Lincoln fan, and they, they, they are absolutely legends at Lincoln, you know, in a similar way that Wilder is at Northampton. Mm. So, you know, if we were going to go for someone, I'd rather go for someone like that rather than like a household name or. But Prince Billy. has got to pay two wages then, though, hasn't he? It's cheap, isn't it? Put the, yeah, but they'd be on, you know, they wouldn't be on the wages that, you know, we've probably been paying out, I, I, I would guess. They've kept extending Wilder's contract, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, John Terry, 14 to 1. <laughs> Why are you even asking that? You could have just said, John Terry, no, no, no. Yeah, never been a manager before. No, just no. No, no for every aspect of him as a person, footballer, ste- and manager. Stealing all the players' wives. <laughs> oh. yeah. Allegedly. David Wagner, 14 to 1, former Huddersfield yes. manager. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Really? <laughs> Why? Yes. I don't know. I just, yeah, he's a yes from me. Uh, I think. It may be from me, but I, I want your reasons. I don't know. 
<laughs> you like his name, don't you? You remember that guy off X, X Factor or Britain's Got Talent or something? Oh, that that guy with the mullet. Got a poster of Wagner. Wagner. Yeah, I don't know. May, uh, maybe. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Ask him again, he'll be no. This is, this is the whole point. This is the whole point. There is nobody, is there? Flavin no. Village, 14 to 1. Not a chance, no. No. And then Mark Hughes, 16 to 1. <sighs> Didn't even know he was still. Oh, it's a Joe Royal appointment, isn't it? It's just no, no, no. <laughs> After that, you've got Gary Monk. Oh, this is a good one. Rafael Benitez, <laughs> 25 to 1. Hardu. Oh, my God. No, you can't go with one of them same old, same Roberto old. Roberto Martinez. Yes. He's coming from Belgium, one of the best international in the world to Bramall Lane. Just... No. That's your lot. Lovely. In our, in our lifetime. Three. You what? You caught up there. How many <laughs> managers have we had in our lifetime since 1978-79? Were that successful? We couldn't no, tell because we didn't know if you were slurring or if it was your internet it's connection. Bassett, <laughs> Warnock. Wilder, and they're all a type of manager, aren't they? They're all a, a type of person. Mm-hmm. So I, we can't be going for these top level fantasy football type managers that yep. we may be looking at. You know, it's got to be Cowley for me. But who gives a shit? Give it Wilder. Yeah. Give he, it Wilder. If, if it, the rumors are to be believed and he's been sacked, then he is the best outwork manager currently for Sheffield United, isn't he? What do you do till the end of the season? Chris Wilder. If, if yeah, it, Chris Wilder. Yeah. If it does come out, obviously, as, as we expect, what, what do you do to the end of the season? Just uh, ride it out with old Echo? Yeah. Yeah, you do. But Jags and, Jags you, you and know, Billy? <laughs> He's got to go. He has got to get it. It's not it. sustainable, though, is it? Not, not, Your internet, no. <laughs> shit, to be honest. You know, for the next 10 games. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, yeah, we got you. It's not sustainable for 10 games. Uh, no, I th- with, it doesn't really matter, does it? With Heco, it is. The bottom. If we, if we, He knows the club at the minute, doesn't he? And I think... I don't get the, all the development teams and all the teams playing the same system and stuff like that. And, you know, just to keep it you know, all recruitment's being done with that in mind and all all the way through the club. So he knows it and they're not going to... I'd not love him to come in Sunday and just go 4-4-2, put like Burke on right wing and uh, <laughs> on the left wing, wing Moose on left wing, just, just go absolutely ridiculous. If I was in charge, I'd... I'd... I'd give Wilder garden leave till next till the end of the season and say, have a rest, go on holiday, even though you can't. And, and just come back and manage us again and have a break. You know, that, that stuff's not going to happen. But that no. might be what he needs, is just a break, clear your mind. He, he doesn't have, in, I can't remember many times that's ever happened because, you know, for, for a manager to kind of walk away and just say, oh, you've got a break for a... I think it'd be ideal, but it's just not going to... Like, imagine if you just said to your team, I'm having, a, I'm having a couple of months off, folks. Uh, you just crack on and I'll, I'll come back in a couple of months and we'll, we'll go again. Um, it, it, they probably don't even know he's there for weeks on end anyway. So, 
Yeah. Do we have a manager that happened to you? We were a Wednesday manager that just didn't turn up for, for Steve Bruce, weren't it? Didn't turn yeah, up he for never a while. went back, did he? I don't think he, he went back. There's not been many that have, have gone for a couple of months and then, or a, a month and come back. They, won't, they normally just go. Well, let's like set a precedent. We've, we've been here before, though, and we need to be wary about that with Brian Robson. Mm. You know, we are going to be reasonably well financed next year. We're not going to be the bottom or, or, or as badly financed, I think, as we last were in the, in the Championship. So I think we've got to be very careful about picking a name and an ex-pro and someone who looks good on paper. I think we need to just, again, it's all a load of rubbish, you know. Wilder might still be manager. It could but, be, but I don't, I don't think he is. I think what he needs to do is trying to convince him to stay and trying to make a compromise. If that's not going to happen, it is just the Warnock season. It's like what the Warnock season with good football repeating, isn't it? We're going to go down. The manager should stay, but he's going to walk away. Um and then we're going to end up with, for, for what we're calling him, Hecking, Hecking Bochum or whatever Dave called him. We're going to, he's, for him, Reed Blackwell. Um, we're going to do the same sort of football, but not as successful for a little while. And then we're going to sl- descend and we're going to have a slide for 10, 15 Ten years, years, right? Yeah. So, something to look forward to, isn't it? Lads? See you in a couple of decades, lads. Yeah. This time no, last I think, year. I think Andrew's going on. Sorry, I, just, I think Andrew's point about the concern over does Wilder know more than obviously any of us know about the finance, about what's going to happen. And then that's my biggest worry. You know, we go down. I'm not saying loads of our players will be kind of, um, you know, sort of teams sort of desperate to sign them. But there is a worry that we're, we're, there's a spot of financial bother possibly that we, we are going to have to just cut back massively. Um, we've never spent the money that, and people say, well, it's pocket, pocket money, really. You look at the TV money. But we spent a lot of money for, for, for United. And we've had two seasons we're out. As, as he's been told, you're going to have to sell like six, seven players. We're, we're in trouble. And you're going to have to move them on. And he's just uh, not doing that. I think he's going to have to do that anyway. But like we were just saying earlier, it doesn't matter. Because if he picks the correct players, and he, he just ra- he'll raise a load of money in one fell swoop just by selling, selling the 20 million flops that he's bought. I know, I know we, he probably won't get the money from him that he got from initially, but even if he just gets him off wage bill, gives him a season loan somewhere back into, you know, one of the teams that's gone up or something like that, gets him off wage what? bill for a bit with a view to buy. He's done it there, hasn't he? And he can keep the nucleus of the squad, which I, I don't know if you two agree with me, but I think the most effective 11 is pretty much the 11 that brought us up. You know, you can argue about Stevens, he's got the yips and stuff like that. But, but you lose O'Connell, Egan, you know... And all of a sudden, we've seen it this season. It, it's it's a different. They were so key. Those three were so key to everything we did. Yeah. If so you key. if you lose any of the, I I would argue you can lose Egan. You get a you get someone in this. It's those two positions either side or Egan are massively important. And if we're going to stick with this system, then you've got to keep them two players. And but, ba- and but also, Bash isn't going to be here in a couple in a couple of years. No, no, and that's what I was just about to say. You also in the meantime need to be looking for someone who's going to fill them shoes or change your system because they're just like ridiculously specialised positions. There how many players in country play that sort of position? Well, the likelihood is that the system probably will change now. Yeah, probably. It's very you know, a new manager's not going to come in and say, I'm going to play the same way Wilder played with overlapping centre backs. Echo yeah. will though, won't he? The yeah, that's short. To me, he's not going to be managing next season, is he? No. I think Mark's got a point, though. You know, 
if we haven't got that much money, then to to to, uh, to get a new manager in with a new system means a lot of money being spent or a lot of a lot of uh, don't know what the word is a lot of, a lot of change, a lot of turnover, doesn't it? To change the system to get the right players in because it's not as though we play a system that everyone else plays. It's it's a big a big turnover, isn't it? No, and this is it. I was going to make this point, you know. For the next match pod, I was going to talk about the fact that this week, prior to today, I'd seen people moaning on the internet about um, it's too. It won't change the system. You know, why has he not got? He's not got an attacking midfielder. He's an idiot. Blah blah. And I, my point was going to be that's because, and I've touched on it earlier with the under twenty threes or eighteens, whatever age they are. I don't know what age they are. The development squads all play in the same system. The club is currently geared up to play that system top to bottom, and that includes recruitment. And at the minute, we don't play with an attacking midfielder, so why would you be looking to stock your cupboard with them? I don't know why you'd have a cupboard full of attacking midfielders. I, I don't know. You're better off keeping food in there, aren't you? But it is is they purposely built the side around and, and the personnel and stuff around that system, so it couldn't really change it massively. I don't think. And it's, it's, yeah, what you've just touched on there is the same thing, that if a new manager comes in with new ideas, there's a lot of players that aren't going to fit in to their way of playing, probably, and there's going to be a lot of jiggery-pokery. Is that one of the fundamental concerns, though, that as good as it's been under Wilder and everything's about Wilder and what he's done, that, you know, you remove one one man from it and all of a sudden it could all come crumble, crumbling down? <laughs> I'd like to think an owner would trust trust Wilder's record, you know, to be able to just manage. You know, I think what's frustrating for the fans is that I don't think Wilder's just said it. I think the owners or, or the, the the leadership team have said that we're buying for next year, just in case we do go down. I think they've, they've said that officially, haven't they? That Brewster, Lowe... Bogle, you know, these are all top-level championship players just in case we were going to go down. And yep. and it just seems as though everything's going against. Everything's happening that we thought might happen. And now we're, now we're going to get rid of the best manager we've had in my lifetime. Yep. Uh, for, 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 you know, and it's just a shock, which I think is probably back to Dave's point, is that I think it's just circumstances that's created this. Is It's not, we all probably knew this and planned for it, but Wilder struggling, the falling out, the, the changing room was probably a bit of like a difficult place. And it's just led to this toxic atmosphere that's led to this. And it's like awful. I think Abdullah, you know, there's a lot saying, what's he playing at? He should have at all costs kept him, no matter what, should have kept him. This is the, you know, going to set back the club 10, 15 years. Possibly, possibly that those those opinions all hold water. Maybe he should have tried Harder to keep the best, like the best manager, like you say, we, we've perhaps had in our lifetimes, but we ju- we just don't know. We we don't know if Abdullah said this is how it is moving forward. We've got to sell a few players. We haven't got the money to come forward. We are looking at changing things slightly. And Wilder's just said, well, no. I, I, you know, what what does he say? You know, what what? I don't know about this. You've got to keep him at all costs, sort of thing. I, I'm, I don't necessarily buy into that. I think. He's, yeah, he's obviously hugely important. I, I am sure we'll look back on this pod and say, God, we went, you know, after that day left, we moved, you know, we, it just never got to level it out. That was the greatest days maybe of our lifetime of support United. But I, I don't know how you can change Wilder's mind. Wilder's obviously made his mind and, you know, and 
I don't think it's about how much he gets paid or anything like that. I, I, I'm not even sure it is just about the ultimate control. I don't know. I'm talking it, shit. It's not. I, I yeah, we're guessing, aren't we? That's the that's the point we are guessing. <laughs> but 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 I'm gonna make. I'm just gonna make it up. Why why couldn't they just compromise? Whatever it is that should. Surely the, the best thing for the club, and Wilder must know this as well, if he takes a step back, the best thing is some stability for a long period. Um, yeah, things have got to change to some degree, but they can surely just meet in middle. Get me in, fence sitting, just sit, stand in between them and say, now then, you're not a proper prince. You know, you, he, you've, you've, you've got issues and uh, just, just sort them out because they, surely they can meet in middle on most of the issues they've got, who they've got to sell and, who, you know, the structure of the wage bills and... This this um this stuff about a director of football. Yep, don't have one for a bit. Keep Wilder for next season while we're in championship. But look to be that if it looks like we're going back up again, we're having one because we need something different to compete in Premier League. There you go. I've sorted it out. Get him back. Hand on heart, though, Sheffield United fans, I think we'd all accept championship football, a good standard, you know, good a good style of football, and we were always near the top half, you know pushing for playoffs, push, pushing for the top two. We'd accept that, wouldn't we? Yeah. I would, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, yo-yoing. And I think we've probably got that with Wilder. So it's just a bit it's a bit, it's just a bit, odd. And I think I do, I'm going back to it, I think there's just been, like, personality circumstances, issues that we don't know about, probably never will know about, and that's the reason why he's likely to leave. I think you're right. I think it's a lot of little things. It's like the season itself. It's a lot of little things. You know, people say, oh, it's the crowds being absent. It's not really, but it's it's played a part. It's O'Connell being absent. It has played a part. Look at Liverpool. They've had Van Dijk out and they've struggled. But it's it's not the entire reason. It's played a part. And then the other injuries, suspensions, the fact we didn't get the players that you're after. You know, it's all just loads of little things. And it's probably the same, like you said, behind the scenes. Loads of little things that have just culminated in this. Loads of disagreements. Loads of little niggles, and he's just got arse on and gone. Maybe it's such a shame, though, that it's because you know, if we'd have said a year ago after that Norwich game, you know, in the year's time, Wilder, you're going to be back in the championship, I think we'd have been even shot by that where we were. Wilder's not going to be here, you know, you just wouldn't have thought that. And I, I think for, for me, I said to someone at work today, if he'd have moved on to get a job, you know, in Everton or Tottenham or you know, talk of England at one point, you know, last year, you know. No problems, you know. Left United, sort of just below the, or even, you know, we'd had we'd had a couple of seasons, and then we, because it's inevitable, a club like us, Burnley, you'll have that one bad season and go down. And he'd have moved on to a to a bigger club, no problem. But it's 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 kind of come to an end a lot sooner than we thought. I'm not shocked today, but because it's been building up in the last few weeks, months. But it's, I just thought we'd have another few more years of him. This great ride. I, he's been amazing and it's had, we have been a bit critical of him in this pod but that, I hope you know that doesn't take away from it, he's, he's just given us an amazing time to be United manager and we'll, we'll look back on him like you say right there with Bassett for me he's the greatest manager we've ever had and uh, it's probably too soon to be talking about tributes and and, and talk about next manager and stuff uh, we'll leave that to other pods what you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, I, I don't think we have been that particularly critical. I think we've, we've not gushed, but, I, well, you have a little bit there. I can see the stain. But it's, I don't know. we quite it's, nuanced, haven't we? We have been very nuanced. It's, it's, we've said it before on different podcasts, or you've just said it again, and Andy touched on it earlier. He is 
for me and probably for all of us, the best manager we've had in our lifetime. And we've, and we've seen, you know, we've, we went under Bassett and that was unbelievable. You know, he did, he did similar sorts of things, but we've got that sort of connection and that sort of hard work and that brilliance at times and stuff, but it's just so much better football as well. And it's just been so, such a good ride, the best sort of four years watching Chef United right from that, that trip to, uh, to Greater Manchester when uh, yeah, you know, that, first day. that first day we lost 1-0 didn't we and um, we all feared the worst that it was another false dawn right from that to you know to sort of this time last year where you know we were, we were sitting pretty good for Europe weren't we we just beat Norwich and yeah it's just been the sort of the best sort of three four years you could have to that point and it's yeah as you say it's just sad but it looks like it's ending like this Andy no, I agree with Mark. It's just disappointing, isn't it? But it's just a wonderful, a wonderful four years. And we'll probably do a pod on his on his career with us, won't we? But who knows? You know, we'll probably wake up in the morning and be given a 10-year contract. One thing, yeah. One thing I don't I think want, we should put this out, no matter what. <laughs> one thing I don't want to happen though is is if there has been a bit of an issue between the prince and Wilder, the Wilder doesn't release a statement that says Good luck in the future. I respect you all. I want him to say it. I want him to say yeah. it as it is. I want he's him to tell us Abdul is a knob. <laughs> and he's not even yeah. a real prince. Yeah, no, but I've left because we haven't got the money. He's saying it, saying we haven't, we haven't. And I think Wilder will probably say that. But well, you just disclose your things and don't, yeah, you know, confidentiality. It's yeah. a lot of money that you'd, you'd be giving up if you start. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah, that'll be some of the stuff they're wangling over now and why they've not announced He'll it. He'll get his mate to tweet it. <laughs> there is always yeah. that. <sighs> In more positive news, I've started watching Cobra Kai. Good. It's about time. How far uh, in are you? Uh, did, did four episodes in one night oh, last it's night. Isn't it? It's addictive. It's brilliant. Have you watched it, Andy? Not yet. I will do. I'm watching The Wire at the moment again. Uh, I'm blown away by it, Mark. It's, uh, it's sensational. Like, it started off as like, this is a bit cheesy. And then there were some in-jokes. And then I thought, I've got it now. Like, this is how it's meant to be, sort of thing. It's the tone. You have to get into the tone, don't yeah. you? The tone yeah. of it. And then once you're into it, it is absolutely... So, yeah, cheer yourselves up tonight, Blades. Just start watching Cobra Kai if you've not seen it. You'll love it. Get your karate outfit on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have we got any, anything more to, to add to this uh, very uh, melancholic... It's a bit depressed. down we need to end on a high, don't we? I'm thinking, is how do we end on a high? Is is anything? I don't know. Is there anything you won't miss about Wilder? Or we can put this in the context of other cock-ups. You know, it could be worse. We've had worse, haven't we? Or have we? It's 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 one of the most it's one of the darkest days United have had in in my lifetime because he's been so. You know, such a, I, remember, I liken it to the Bassett when Bassett left. I know then he'd had a couple of, you know, not so good years and in, in, in the championship. But when you've had a manager who's been, he's felt part part of you and part of the fans for so long. It doesn't just feel like another manager going. It, 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 you know, people have said, oh, it's like a family member going, which is, you know, ridiculously over the top. But it, it, it does feel, it feels more more painful than, than, than anything else with United. For, like, worse than a relegation in some ways. Well, we've got that as well. So. <laughs> Two for one. So, I said, cheer us up and tell us it's been worse, and you've pretty much said it's not. Did you read what I said uh, today? 
what who said Pep? Yeah, Man City. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He said basically swap jobs and it's same. Basically, Wilder would be at top with Man City and he'd take us down. Basically, saying. Well, I'm in then. Yeah, exactly. Why not? If you if you want to if you want to prove that, mate, come down here and uh, take us down with your suave good looks and your uh, dress sense and stuff. No, but, so we'll we'll wait and see what happens overnight, and then we'll come back tomorrow and. Uh, Delete the this. Wilder's back uh, pod reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You were supposed to end on a high. You're saying this is the worst then. There's been no worse cock-up than this in your in your support. Well, no, it's not It's not about being a cock-up. I, I saw it coming, but it's just a really, really sad day, isn't it? And it's, it's come... I, I hope we'd ha- have him for longer. I'd hope we'd go again. I know that's a bit annoying phrase, but I hope we'd have at least two or three more years of the man. And... Um, you know, he has been a little bit annoying with some of his reactions recently and stuff, but, you know, the wider picture, it's been a, an amazing period. And, um, yeah, it could be worse, could be Wednesday. There you Quite go. right. That, that's you that's go. your upbeat end. Have you, not, have you got any upbeat spin on it, Andrew? Not a thing. I think it's a terrible day. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, nothing. I'm, I'm gutted about it all, but I'll be back. You won't know, will you? About you. A, it's not about Sorry, you. B, okay. you won't be back. I bet you. Know, are you, you going to be on for Sunday's game, Leicester? Yeah, yeah. If we win, if we win. <laughs> I, I think I will fun. say though, with with COVID and everything that's gone off over the last year. You said uh, we were tweeting earlier and so, sorry, uh, sending message on WhatsApp. But whilst I'm gutted, I don't know. I'm a bit more kind of. It's not hit me as hard. Maybe it's because I'm older and, and more mature. But it's not. I don't know. It's not. It's not hit me in the same the same way. Whilst it is a dark day, I just, maybe I. You know, I'm doing podcasts about United, so which goes against what I'm about to say. But I just think there's, there's there's more important things in life, and that's awful to say that when we're doing a podcast about Sheffield United and football. But I don't. know. No, you're right. It just. <laughs> It feels like just another thing's gone down toilet in this past twelve months. Yeah, effectively, it just it just feels like on top of everything we've had had a pretty shit year in one one way or another, and this just feels like another, but a really bad one. But just like yet another, God, gee, yeah. like when you think things can get any worse, when well, God, this shite's yeah. content with. But I kind of yeah. just shrug now and just think, oh, that's happened. I've no control over it. Like, you know, you can get angry and you can come out like we're doing now, but what can we, we can't change anything. We can't, there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, Andy's going. Yeah, <laughs> so. I've, I've got to go. I've got daughters. Will crying. you be back on the, on well, Sunday on the bottom club? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely will be. Good to see you both. Good to uh, see you. You know, up wilder. Have a good one. In hecky we trust. Up the bottom. <laughs>